Okay, jumping into paper number two, if you're watching this live or listening to this live, uh, I have the paper linked, and if you're listening to this after the fact, then I also have the paper linked, so regardless, the paper is linked. Uh, the paper that we're going to be discussing this time around is Life Extension Factor Clotho Enhances Cognition. So uh, this is a bit of a monster of a paper, so I'm not going to be going over probably the majority of it, but I do want to cover kind of the beginning aspects because they relate this particular protein or factor Clotho to humans and what impact that could have uh, on uh, brain health and uh, cognition as a whole. Uh, obviously, it's already been characterized as a life extension factor, so kind of a lifespan altering uh, factor. But let me uh, jump into the first figure. So here they're just characterizing, this is actually based off of previous studies, looking at an association between uh, non-carriers of a mutation in Clotho. So this mutation in Clotho leads to an increased expression of Clotho. And that is a positive, or at least associated with a positive, because the, so the KLVS are the, the humans that have this mutation, so they express more Clotho, and the non-carriers are people who still express Clotho, so you express Clotho right now as you're listening to this, but uh, you may not be expressing it as much as a person with this particular mutation. So with the increase in, in the expression of this uh, Clotho into the circulatory system, that allows uh, for these different measurements, and we end up uh, looking at association. So this is simply associative data based off of what I'm about to talk about. So you're looking at global comp composite z-scores. Uh, this is again from, a from three different studies, and then the final in figure 1D, they're looking at kind of a combination of all three studies and looking at kind of an average of all three studies. I'm assuming it's weighted in some way as well, so I didn't, I didn't look at the, how they figured all this stuff out. But in all four conditions, you saw that this is, and this is a, a measure of cognition, so cognitive ability. Um, I believe... Let me see here. Clothogene, it's, it's the mini mental state exam, uh, which measures the cognitive ability of middle and late aged individuals. And so their cognitive ability is measured by this particular associative uh, data. And what we find is that there are substantial increases in the cognitive performance of those individuals with this Clotho mutation. Now, again, of course, that's just an association, but it's certainly a strong association in this context because these individuals express high levels of this one particular protein. And just as a point of emphasis, this may not be, may, I may not have made this clear, but Clotho is not a mutation in the brain. It is a mutation that affects the brain. So this mutation is actually released by kidney cells as well as, I, I, I'm pretty certain, other cells as well. I'm not certain on what those other cells are, but I think one of the major sites of Clotho uh, release is by the kidneys. So the kidneys are having an impact on the brain, so kind of a cool cool process there. So here we're seeing, yes, an association between clotho carriers, high clotho expression, and uh, better cognition. 
Now, looking at figure two, they're doing this is the exact same studies that they're looking at, but what they're looking at is over time what happens. So how do these individuals score on this same exact test over time, this cognition test? And they find that although the cognition test decreases over time, so moving from like 55 years old to about 85 years old, that's about the times that they measure, there, there is a decrease in the overall uh, ability to maintain that cognitive score. Uh, that score is still a little bit higher with the Clotho individuals. So it does seem to have a bit of a protective effect over time as well as just within a snapshot of time. So that's essentially what that's telling us as well. And again, associative. That doesn't necessarily mean that this is exactly the reason, but there's something there. And finally, the last thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, how Clotho they end up doing some more direct measurements of Clotho and they end up uh, looking at, again, the human levels, but also they look at a mouse model to emulate those human levels and they want to show what impact that actually has. So let me scroll down on my notes real quick. Okay, so for 3A, they're showing a graph that shows the amount of circulating clotho protein in the blood between the normally expressing and overexpressing individuals. The overexpressing indivi individuals uh, tend to have about 100 picograms higher levels per milliliter. So they have, I don't know, like an 8 to 12% increase in clotho expression. Uh, that's what that mutation allows them. Now, in figure 3b, if you're watching this, or if you're looking at the, the paper itself, uh, the experiments, again, now they've actually shifted to the mice so that they've actually created a mouse that overexpresses, uh, that has this mutation in Clotho, that overexpresses Clotho. And they're looking at the amount of Clotho protein that's found in the brain, and you're seeing almost three times the amount of Clotho in the brain of those mice that are overexpressing Clotho as opposed to the non, the, the normal mice that aren't uh, overexpressing Clotho. Now in C, they're looking at the, the survival of these mice and the Clotho mice uh, tend to live longer. So the, the normal mice are living about, I don't know, maybe 32 months, something like that, uh, at kind of the maximum. And the Clotho mice are living to be about 38 months, something like that. So there is a slight bump in terms of overall survivability with uh, the Clotho expressing mice. So that kind of leads to more of lifespan aspects that Clotho could have. A, and this is far more direct because this isn't just... I mean, I guess technically it's still an association, but it's a much stronger association because that's the variable that they've actually manipulated. And finally, the last piece of data that I want to quick show or talk about is 3E. Uh, so 3E is the experiment in which uh, the mice are taught. So this is an interesting experiment, mainly because it's, it's a delicate experiment to do. Uh, they're essentially, they have a bath and a really large bath and they put the mice in a, a random location and they want to know how long does it take that mouse to 
find a platform that is submerged underwater. So those mice have to swim and they want to swim to that platform as quickly as possible. So they do that by having better memory. That's kind of the, the measure that they're essentially associating to this particular test. So the mice are trained, hey, the platform is in this location and they have a bunch of markers like on in the bath so they can tell, oh, there's a red dot here. So that means that the platform is three feet to the left or something along those lines. Those, these mice are trained up, then they have uh, a set amount of time where they are not exposed to this bath so they, they their memory s starts to fade a little bit and then they get reintroduced to the bath but the bath is turned so that the the water is is opaque so they can't actually tell where the platform is but they still have this drive to find the platform so that they can rest so that they can just uh, sit there as opposed to swimming nonstop and expending a bunch of energy and freaking out about drowning. So these mice are placed in there and they, the, the, the mice with Clotho had a much shorter amount of time that it took them to uh, memorize where this platform was. So about a third of the time that it took the normal mice, uh, that's how long it took the, the Clotho expressing, overexpressing mice. So uh, it does seem, again, you're, you're getting a lot of these relationships between Clotho and its impact on uh, the cognition and memory and all kinds of different factors like that. So a lot of associative data here, but um, even with a few manipulations in the mammalian model, in a, in a mouse model, it does give some indication that, or stronger indication that Clotho really is a factor that uh, positively impacts. It's an interesting mutation because most people think of a mutation as something negative. But in this particular situation, you're looking at something that's essentially positive and uh, is, is something that you'd want that is desirable. However, unfortunately, it's not something that you can just choose or it's not a supplement you can just uh, take. Well, actually, I don't even know about that. Maybe, maybe in the future there is a way to, to get Clotho uh, and supplement with it and maybe that'll have an impact. But I don't know yet. Uh, just they didn't talk about that in this paper. Okay, well, hopefully you found it informative. And again, if you'd like to check out my notes and all that stuff, then you can check that out in the description box. And I will catch you in the next one. Have a good one. See ya.